A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Jeffrey, no, be careful. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He's done all of the bad habits. How are you ever going to come back from that? Adonis. Adonis chuckles at young Jeffrey. Come on now, Jeffrey. Come here and I will show you the way. And then there's you. What do you think the first thing is that I'm going to mention that men do which ruins their lives? What's one of the worst bad habits that a lot of men do so consistently? Porn. Including. Actually, you know what? Not just including, but mostly softcore porn. You see, I'm seeing such a rise of young guys who aren't actually watching like proper porn on a normal porn website. And instead, they're getting all their fatting and fantasy material basically from social media, TikTok, shorts, Instagram, and like Snapchat with girls that they might know. This is just as bad or even worse because it's, look, let me just explain it to you this way. When you go on Pornhub, there's a certain feeling of shame and, and clearness that you're being an absolute Jeffrey. You're on Pornhub. But when you're on Instagram and it's just like some girl's fitness page, and that's what you're jacking off to. It doesn't gross you out in the same way. The same with so many young guys going onto TikTok and they're like scrolling, 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 pretending it's just for 10 minutes of like education and entertainment, but they kind of know what they're looking for and they want to get to the point where they see some girl acting in like some sexual way. They'll click on her profile, see some of more of her videos and then see on like suggested profiles or something. And when you jack off to softcore porn, it doesn't feel like as dirty as the real actual like full-on gross gross porn and this is like a lethal sneak attack because one you're getting the extra dopamine from being on these platforms you know how it is dopamine variable reward you're just scrolling 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 compared to like just watching a 20 minute porn video it's like in a weird way that's like the unfiltered less dopamine version than actually scrolling and getting like your fapping material from tiktok and instagram because when you click on like an actual like like guys my age the 
the way that we used to jack off when we were teenagers, you'd click on like an actual video for 10, 20 minutes and you'd watch that. These days, it seems like the younger guys are mostly jacking off to like short form content. So not only have you got the shorts that's fucking up your mental health because of the dopamine, but then obviously also the porn inside of it as well. And so you've really got to be careful as a young guy not to have this hyper stimulating content. A young guy in Bali told me that on Pornhub they have like, sh like don't go and look for this or anything. I'm telling you this just as in like an example of, you know, something we can be pissed off at, but don't like keep this in your mind thinking, oh, is that so? So, but yeah, someone told me that in on Pornhub, they actually have like shorts on there now to keep like the young guys hooked, which is very interesting. I'm pretty sure when you go onto these websites, it asks you, are you over 18? And you have to put yes, but they're, they've literally, they know for a fact they're hooking children. That's why they've made the shorts. They know the children are addicted to shorts. It reminds them of TikTok and they've added this in. You know, just as a side note, I just want to tell you, like, I, I'm a very big thinker. Like, I, I'm a really, like, intellectual kind of guy who I just, like, my, my brain is, is always thinking about stuff, right? And... There was one time when I was really thinking about the problems of the modern world and how like sick and unhealthy it seems like we all are. And when you compare that to the way that we're supposed to live as natural animals, like out in the plains of Africa, doesn't it give you that sense of sadness that like we were supposed to be animals in nature, eating fruit, hunting, eating meat with our tribe and making love to our women in the sunlight. And now we've got varicoceles and we've got estrogenics and we've got porn. We've got depression, we've got Ritalin and weird medications that your fat doctor gives to you. And it's weird how like we started off here in this natural way and we kept on scaling up, scaling up to the point that we're at this modern sickness. And you know, I, I realized once what's the cause of this, who the enemy is. It's evil entrepreneurs. It's businessmen who don't care about the negative, chaotic impact that they're having on the world and they're doing it just for profit. And so when you see these companies like Pornhub and OnlyFans and TikTok, you've got to think to yourself how genuinely evil like the men who are high up in those positions are. Because all of them, they're, like, they're all millionaires or even billionaires. They've all got like an unlimited amount of escorts and basically status. Like they can fuck as much as they, they want. They've got all private jets and everything. And so their money and their sex and everything is all ticked off, but they're still scaling up. They don't need more, but they're scaling up just genuinely out of just pure evil. And you know what made me smile? Because I thought to myself, well, how do you get out of this? Let's think more positively with like a bit more hope. How do we counteract the world? How, we how do we destroy these evil entrepreneurs? We do it through the rise of purposeful entrepreneurs. Young men like you and I, who are starting businesses with that, like the moral idea of helping the world. We're using our masculine purpose, not totally obsessed and just singularly thinking about money and profit, although that's still very important. You've still got to make a good amount of money in, the, in this modern day, but we're doing it with this purposefulness of helping each other. When you see me make these videos, it's like every day my, my purpose, it feels like is to just give some advice to guys who need it, give you the opportunity in life that I can equip you with the education, the wisdom that I've gained in my short life, and hopefully it can benefit you so that eventually you can pass on your wisdom to someone who's younger than you. You see how that's like a purposeful entrepreneurship, that's a purposeful business. The more purposeful young men that we get who've got good morals, good traits to become entrepreneurs, the more that we can start to overtake these like evil entrepreneurs who've got these dirty companies like Pornhub and TikTok.
So I don't know, that, that was just a random thought that just occurred to me once, right? I got a smile on my face thinking about how many young guys are getting into business, but they aren't just chasing money at the cost of like someone else's health. They're doing it with this purposeful impact. And it just made me so proud of, of men who are in this space. The second thing that a lot of guys are doing these days that really ruin their lives, and this might cause like beef or something with other YouTubers, but the big mistake that so many guys are making is they're watching pointless content that doesn't actually help them. The truth is that like no one needs another finance crypto YouTuber. It, that's like the worst space on YouTube. If you go and search up like finance videos, making money videos, crypto videos, investing videos, how to make money online. If you go search that up right now, like do this actionable step, just go to your, your computer or your phone and open up like a new tab or whatever so you can keep this one on and then I still get YouTube revenue. And then just search up like, make $500, just, just type that, make $500. Look at these dickheads. These guys will churn out the same video over and over and over again. Make $500 a day, make $500 a day. And it's like, they aren't helping. If you click on any one of these, and I promise you, even if you're like a productive, intelligent young man, click on any one of these videos, try to follow any kind of steps that they give you and you will no, not be any better in life. These, these are what's called the cash cow channels, where basically the evil entrepreneur, that evil man who, who only thinks about profit, will just make videos what's on the um, the highest CPM on YouTube. Basically, like when you make videos on like finance and crypto, you get paid the most on YouTube. And so these evil guys will just churn out this content, attract in people who've got money problems, who are broke, who are suffering, and just get them hooked onto their content. So there's like many, many of the guys who are watching this right now are absolutely hooked on money, on entrepreneur videos, finance videos, crypto, investing, trading. I found that all of these, the truth is if you aren't making significantly more money after watching some of these YouTubers for like a month, you need to stop. So many guys are just watching content. And you know what, if I'm honest, this also includes my videos. If you've been watching my videos for a couple of months or a month or so, and you haven't made improvements in your life, that honestly just means that me and you aren't that compatible. It may be if you've, if you've tried and you've actually, you know, taken some actions and you believe the things that I say, because it just seems so real and you're just having a hard time overcoming addictions, that's still absolutely fine. And that's what I've expected. Like a lot of guys have to go through that process where it takes them like a month to get over, like, or even multiple months, it took me six months or so to like, you know, really get over a bunch of the addictions, it took me years to get over porn. But if you aren't finding some actual benefit in your real life from watching some kind of content creator then you must stop watching them. It said that like there's a quote from Einstein saying that if you, um, insanity is doing the same thing but expecting a different result. If you keep watching the same person on YouTube and their videos are nice and they captivate your attention but they aren't actually helping you to improve in life. If you aren't significantly richer by following some finance YouTuber, if you aren't significantly improved and leveled up by watching a self-improvement YouTuber, then stop watching. Either one, it means that they aren't actually trying to make helpful content, or two, it just means that you aren't really compatible with that person. I, I genuinely try my best to make these videos like really actionable and to make them like actually genuinely help you. 
And so for me, it might just be that like there's guys who watch my videos and it just doesn't really click for them. And they might need some other guy, some other like productivity or self-improvement YouTuber that they can more relate to. If you relate to my message and you really feel like this is working for you, then that's awesome. Then at that point, if this is benefit in your life and you're basically getting this kind of content for free, then keep watching, keep growing in this community. And that's amazing. But if you're not, if you're not being helped by my videos, if you're not being helped by some YouTuber, stop. Right now, I've personally, like over the last year, I've seen the rise of like my audience watching more and more and more money videos because Andrew Tate got viral and his big message to young guys is like, make money and that'll solve your problems. Obviously, it'll solve money problems. Every like intelligent people know what he's actually doing and what the truth actually is. Money definitely does help in real life. Of course it does. And being able to provide for your family is also awesome. It's not going to solve all your problems. In fact, even being rich, like, brings even more stressful problems than being broke honestly like um it, it shouldn't be the one singular pursuit but basically what's happened now is more and more guys i speak to that's like their big one focus and so they're just autistically like neurotically consuming like money finance investing content but they're not actually making more money because this is a weird tip it's kind of off point but let me just give you a quick tip here you know if you want to make money as a young man you do realize that you don't need to go and study business, finance, investing, or any of those things. If you want to make money as a young man, what you need more is actually self-improvement because the constraint, the block to you making money is not picking the right business model or learning how to invest in $500 and none of that bullshit. The cap to you making money is just simply that you, your brain isn't that great. You just can't sit down and actually pump out some quality work. That's the constraint. That's why you need self-improvement first before you need to go and study anything about money. Learning about any business model, any tactic, any style of investing, all of this stuff, that's like level two. Level one is like get onto self-improvement, make your brain work and actually be able to sit down and work. This is what all of like the guys that you look up to, Andrew Tate, E-Man, any of these like role models that you see these days, even though they only speak about money, they actually really did start off with self-improvement first. All of them started off with productivity tactics. All of them started off with gaining knowledge from either a mentor or from books all of them started with exercise first and then they started to make money afterwards my issue with this space right now is that a lot of youtubers are telling these young guys to basically shortcut the process when you must go through level one self-improvement first you must do so just be careful don't waste time consuming the kind of content that isn't actually helping you but it just captivates your attention i hope that's not my videos but if it is you'd probably be better off finding someone who you can more relate to and learn from and your real life really improves but if your life has improved watching my videos then that's awesome the third thing that has ruined your life so far but it doesn't have to stay this way is actually your diet for the majority of young guys they don't think about diet at all then there's about 20% or even less of young guys who are, you know, getting onto self-improvement. And what do you think the changes that they make with their diets? It's not that they make their diets healthier. It's just that they change the macronutrient split and add more protein in because they've recently started like bodybuilding, weightlifting. This is basically everyone in our community, every guy in our community has just started to eat more protein because they've got into bodybuilding and lifting weight and going to the gym, which is awesome. Eating more protein is always going to help you. But Basically, every single guy stays there. That's it. 
they just stay in this like lifting like bodybuilding meal okay chicken and rice and like this oh it's got protein it's got 26 grams of protein you know some chicken pizza or something the next level that will really help you is when you improve your diet when you're specifically looking for the ingredients that you're eating so you're not just looking at macros that's like literally level one looking at like the split of carbs and fats and protein level 10 is looking at the ingredients on the back and thinking okay that looks like bullshit that's a big fucking word right there on the ingredients of this food that I was about to eat and I don't even know what it means that means it's not real food if you can't like understand what is in the ingredient list it's pretty much not real food and it means that even if it's got macros and stuff it's slightly making you like sicker than you should be so this is something that you probably never experienced before but you're genuinely operating at about 40 percent of your capacity as like a superhuman you have so much more like bodily and and mental potential than you realize and a lot of that will come down to eating the the diet that's right for you it'll be different to for everyone so for example i get bloating and i feel kind of sick if i eat one ingredient compared to like my friend or even my brother who can eat that thing so it's like it's different between us but in general the golden rule is basically just don't eat anything that's ultra processed don't eat don't you know you go to the grocery store or your mother goes and she buys like one of those pizzas in the cardboard box if you look at the back the ingredients it's got like a disgusting weird list of of words that you can't even pronounce that you've never read before when it's got ingredients like that that means it's ultra processed and it's like this is the one common fact. You know how diet is so like so controversial and everyone agrees with different things. This is the one common fact that basically every single qualified like health dietitian person says is just don't eat the ultra processed garbage. Get as close to single ingredients as you can. You don't have to go keto, carnivore. I, I go on carnivore mostly, but you don't have to do that. Just try to eat single ingredients. So this means, for example, instead of your mother buying you like those fish fillets, which have got breading and stuff you know it's in the cardboard box and also buying you like frozen chips if you looked at the ingredients of that there would be literally like a hundred ingredients between the two of them if you were making fish and chips for example instead of that if you go and buy the actual like just the fish itself let's say it's like haddock and it looks like a whitey fishy texture and then you go and buy potatoes that's a two ingredient meal it's like there's no other ingredients it's literally just fish and potatoes you think about what like that is the real version of the fake thing so like there's this guys who genuinely will eat like fucking chicken nuggets and pizza often and it's just because it's got good ma good macros because they only care about like bodybuilding those are the kind of guys that honestly you can absolutely destroy you can smack them around in any kind of like competitive endeavor if they start like if they all those guys still want to make money online and start businesses you can treat them like a little bitch when there's a guy who's eating that kind of food who's eating chicken nuggets you can literally like treat him like a little child you can smack him around like not not like literally obviously but like in the game of business for example you can smack those kinds of people around they're all like where are they now no one at a good level of business is really eating that kind of stuff warren buffett might lie to you and say that he has a can of coke every day at mcdonald's and stuff that's because he's invested in those companies and obviously he's saying like yeah see i am really eating it guys and when the camera's off he's like obviously don't trust someone who's invested into the company that he's telling you is really really healthy I'm not invested into fucking potatoes, bro. 
I can I can give you my testimonial for potato. It's good for you. I don't get like some kind of commission or cutback or affiliate payment from telling you like potato is good. Fish is is controversial because actually there's a lot of like bullshit in the ocean, and so a, a lot of like health guys are actually saying not don't even eat fish or seafood. My diet that has really helped me. There's there's a few that I've been on. You could try the carnivore diet where you'll literally just eat meat. You'll eat beef chicken maybe some of the kinds of uh, of meats if you if you can find like exquisite kind of ones like boar or some shit but basically you'll eat beef and chicken with butter ghee some oils are okay like i think olive oil might still be okay and salt that's like a literally a such an elimination diet you will never feel your brain as sharp as if you go on that diet but it's quite hard to maintain and obviously you're just kind of bored you, your eating's not fun i go on to that when i'm in this extreme like work focus mode when i really want to like dial in mentally and i don't care as for example about like my performance in the gym or anything like that then the other kind of diet that i go on which is the one i'm on right now is basically the same things but i add in a few vegetables i add in sweet potatoes i add in broccoli and i add in a few other things like for example i'll have i'll have kefir which is kind of like raw milk i'll have fruit i'll have honey so all like the two diets that i go on you can see they're very natural healthy on there even my like free diet my relaxed diet I don't have like pasta. I don't have like weird bread, which has got weird like oils and chemicals in it. If you go and look at the back of the bread that you've got in the fridge right now, you won't know at least three of the ingredients in there. If you don't know the ingredients, you can just say to yourself, this is bullshit. This is fake food. This is ultra processed. Because you as a human being, you know exactly what real food is. You know what it's called. You know the words to basically every real food, like on a reasonable level. And so if you can look at the ingredients list and not know what one of these things means, bin it off. This is a very long journey, so I don't expect you to suddenly improve your diet straight away, but it is really high leverage, like it's really valuable. So just consider making like a, a small change tomorrow. So for example, you could just go and eat a little bit more meat tomorrow or a little bit more vegetables. You could have slightly less of the weird, like, macronutrient bullshit that you, you've been getting recently that, you know, oh, but it's high in protein, like the protein bar or, or even, like, protein powder. All of it bullshit. Go and look at the back of your protein powder. Go and look over the back. Disgusting. You can make a switch. So there's, there's protein powders that you can get which are only one ingredient with the ingredients that's literally just whey. The one that you have right now which has got like 10 weird ingredients and it's got weird sweeteners and stuff. It's like, how do you think it tastes so sweet like salted caramel and it says zero sugar? If it doesn't have sugar, it's got some kind of weird chemical that's manipulating your brain to believe it's sweet. It's not good for you. It's, those things are really, really bad for you. So try and make a change to improve your diet starting from today. The fourth thing that many young guys are doing, but I don't expect that you're doing this anymore, is sacrificing sleep to scroll. So specifically staying up at light night, you know, like lying down and just like scrolling, going on their phone, last thing in, at nighttime. You know, I, I've had like great habits for so many years that often it takes me back that some people live like subhumans. And I'm using that word very carefully because like this is genuine like subhuman personality traits. It's like when it's sleeping time, here they are with blue lights. You know, this, the kind of people who don't even know about the concept of blue light, you could still imagine that they literally like will have their phone on full brightness at 10 p.m. and telling you like, oh yeah, I just can't sleep early. I'm a night owl. 
I saw this once, bro. I was traveling with a friend and I walked into his room at nighttime and like, no, no, wait, wait, it was like 9 p.m. or something. And I wanted to say something to him or whatever it was. I opened up his room. It's pitch black other than his phone on full brightness whilst he was like lying down on his side. And I was, I literally said to him, I was like. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I just lost so much respect for you. And he started laughing and giggling and he was like, why? And I was like, I can't believe that you're my friend and I've made hundreds of videos about self-improvement, sleep, productivity, health. And here you are, max brightness, not even the night shift. You know, on your phone, you can make it like orange, not even that full on max blue light. And this motherfucker always complained about like, can't sleep early. This is why I used to have uh, video game friends in high school who used to say the same thing like, oh, but I just can't sleep early. No, no, no. It's not that you can't sleep early, so that's why you're still playing games at 9, 10 p.m. You can't sleep because you're playing games at 9, 10 p.m. I don't believe that there would really be that many night owls, and I don't believe there would really be anywhere near the amount of sleep problems if people's technology was just taken off them, because clearly they can't control it themselves. If we literally just suddenly got EMP'd and we went back to like caveman times, everyone would be sleeping so much better. Obviously, there's the risk of getting like raped and butchered by like the other caveman or something. So you've got to be, you know, you, you need someone on guard for that. But the, I think the deviation of people's sleep routines, the, the chronotypes, I think it's a lot less than people think. If you think that, for example, 10 PM is your like natural bedtime, I actually kind of believe it's always going to be like a few hours back because of this technology addiction that we all have. So if you've always been to bed at 10, the real healthy time for you probably would have been actually nine and you would have had better sleep, more testosterone, but it's just that you were still using your phone and your computer till nine and 10. So this is exactly what I do at nighttime or in the evening when I'm winding down. I go to sleep very early, right? I'll turn off everything or even actually before that, before I've even turned off everything for about three hours, I have a max night shift on my phone and I also have it on my, my computer here. And I also specifically, I turn the brightness down as well. So when it starts to get like closer to the evening time, 3, 4 p.m., my computer screen, I put it about half brightness. So it's really like quite dark. So it's not affecting my eyes. And then when it does get towards my bedtime, so at 6 p.m., I wind down and turn everything off. I'll, I'll call my girl for like five minutes, but then I after that, I'll turn everything off, nighttime routine, brush my teeth, everything, right? I, again, I go to sleep really early. You don't have to. This just works for me, but like you can follow the, the steps just without the time. And at about 6.30 p.m., the thing that I do to fall asleep, which is so good that I have always been able to fall asleep so quickly, I read in bed. That's it. 
So you can go and get like some reading device if you want Kindle. So I've got a Kindle and I turn it on lowest brightness and I read lying down on that. This is very different to something like TikTok or scrolling because when you're scrolling, it's it's like a hyper stimulating dopamine and often it's quite anxiety inducing because it's like infiltration from, you know, people's content and it kind of triggers you in some way. It excites you in some way. Maybe you scroll past like a TikTok girl and it maybe even makes you quite horny and now you can't even sleep. With a book, it's like you're safe knowing that you're not going to get some random girl like doing a TikTok dance halfway through the page, right? So with a Kindle, what I like about it is I can turn all the lights off and have the Kindle on like the lowest brightness whilst I'm like sleeping. And I'll literally fall into sleep whilst reading. And just as I'm sleeping, I've, I've kind of ingrained the habit. I press the power button, throw it off the side of my bed, and I'm... F- I'm completely asleep within 10 minutes every single night. I've never had a problem for the last like 10 years being able to sleep because I've always just read before bed. Before Kindles were a thing I used to just read on my phone with the lowest brightness and then also with the max night night shift. You can do that, but I would highly recommend you consider getting like a Kindle instead just because like so many guys just can't control their phone use. So if you can and you want like really know for a fact you can control your phone use, then what I used to do was I just would go onto um, Reddit and I would read the post there like on like certain self-improvement productivity red pill subreddits and I would just read those posts and I'd fall asleep and that actually really helped me like reading 10 minutes here 20 minutes here has been by far the biggest thing that's helped me in my in my life compared to every course mastermind community everything like that just reading for a few minutes a day has helped me the most and so this is how I got those few minutes in even when I was a complete degenerate not even on self-improvement So consider that. And obviously, if you don't have these things, if you've just got normal books, then just see if you can have like the lowest lamp setting, you know, the lowest light in your room. Turn that on nice and warm. And as you're like reading and you're getting really tired, turn the light off, throw the book to the side, fall asleep. The fifth thing that a lot of guys are doing these days, which is ruining their lives, is the incorrect way to act around women. So these days, the culture of young men is heavily swaying towards more of this red pill, alpha male, sigma male, Andrew Tate kind of vibe. And it's gotten to the point now where, for example, I was on like Adonis School, like my my sort of platform, kind of like Discord, right? I was on there and there's this debate going on about someone who was helping this girl with like whatever work or school or whatever. He was just, he, he just did something like nice for her, some girl in his class. And at Quite a few people commented calling him a simp for this. And obviously I'm older. And so I was reading this. I was like, he's just being like a kind person. There's a difference. He didn't even seem like he was trying to get anything out of her. Now, if you're like super nice to girls and you're giving them money and stuff because you want to sleep with them, that's different. If you're like the guy who's sending money to the Twitch streamer or something, that's different. But being a human being and like helping your fellow human is not simping. And so many guys are so afraid of like being simps or even being kind of normal human beings next to women these days. And I don't blame you because of the culture that we're in these days. But it's just like losing that feminine energy is is a failure in my opinion. It's one of the most beautiful things of life is like actually having that feminine woman by your side. It really is so amazing for men. Not only just how it feels and you know it's awesome to begin love, but for your purpose and for your goals, when you meet a great quality feminine woman, for some weird reason, it's like you're just like speed running your goals after that. You can see the inflection point of like how a man was progressing to the point that he met his feminine woman and it explodes after that. Go and look at, you know, the the 
billionaires, not just these little uh, alpha male red pill guys who are like, you know, making, you know, hundreds of thousands or a few million, though that's nice, that's a really nice level, but it's like child play compared to like the big guys who are literally billionaires. Go and look, they all got married in their early 20s. Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, they've, I think they've got like 10 children each. They got married when they were like 19 or 21 or something. These genuine guys who are like the top of fucking industries, not just little influencers like me, but actual guys who have changed the world forever, who have started the biggest companies in the entire world. They all got married and had children at a young age. These days we're seeing men like really either push away women or be sort of hateful towards them. And I don't think both of those things would actually serve you. I know that it's so difficult to navigate dating in, in this modern world, but I really think that going down the red pill route where you're kind of aggressive towards girls or the black pill route where you're kind of distance away from girls won't serve you anywhere near as much as going down the sort of fatherhood, religious man, mature man kind of lifestyle, like the spiritual man who understands how important feminine energy is for a man. I think that will serve you so much more. The sixth thing that's ruining guys' lives, which I know that you don't have, but this is just something that I think you'll find interesting, is giving up hope. I just mentioned the black pill just then. So the black pill is kind of like this area of the internet of these guys who believe that the only thing in life that matters is how you look, like your physical attractiveness. And if you aren't a certain level of physical attractiveness, like for example, if you aren't like a seven out of 10 and your eyelid is in like a certain shape and your jaw is in a certain shape, that life is basically over. And, and a lot of these guys, obviously they're very, like they've got very bad mental health. So they'll tell each other, they'll encourage each other to harm themselves, to literally suicide, everything. Like these, it's a very like horrible community. And if I may say so, like I know this sounds like I'm boasting or something, but like, I believe if I did not come onto the scene and battle these black pillars like two years ago, I really think they would have been about five times more popular. It, right now, it's like this underground culture where probably around, like if you look at the view count of this video, how many views does this video have? Probably more than 90% of the guys watching this have probably not never even heard of the black pill. But there was a moment for the guys who know what I'm talking about. There was a moment about two years ago when it was actually growing at a fast pace. And basically I came in and like, on the scene at the same time, brown guy who was getting success with white girls. Like this was before I was with my girlfriend, but I was like routinely showing like a new white girl that I was dating. And it was like breaking these black pillars minds because they kept on saying that if you're brown skinned, it's over, you should kill yourself. Here was me, a, a curry cell, they'd call me a, a curry cell. Here was me where they had rated me three out of 10, four out of 10. And they said, okay, you've got to be seven out of 10 to get a girlfriend. They kept on giving me these three out of 10 ratings. Oh, he's Indian, he's this, he's a four out of 10. He's Indian, he should kill himself. He's Pakistani, he's ugly, he's curry, he's all this disgusting stuff they were saying and routinely I kept on getting white girlfriends in front of them and so it was just like the, their whole space just became like a joke after that and obviously like other guys helped with this I'm sure that Andrew Tate with like the, the amount of hope that he put into so many guys helped as well oh he probably did even a bigger impact than I did and there's loads of other guys in the last few years but I really like to believe that I had a huge impact on making sure that disgusting community was was kept at like a really low point it was actually, you know, in the specific moment, and my, my true fans who's watching this, who've watched a lot of my videos will know this. I think the specific moment was the second interview I did with Wheat Waffles. So you can go and search that on my YouTube channel, Hamza Wheat Waffles Part 2. I go on with the biggest black pillar at the time, and I go on this debate with him, and basically I get him to admit that this 
this shooter, like this actual murderer in the UK who who got a gun and he killed a few people, he was blackpilled and he was posting to this community. Like this is like this isn't bullshit. Like this is real stuff. There's men out there who are literally so depressed about how they look that they're in these cultures either telling each other to kill themselves or literally getting so pissed off that they genuinely go and murder people. There was literally a shooting in the UK in Plymouth about two years ago. And I got the biggest black pillar to finally admit that if that guy had been watching my videos, we would have saved his life and the lives of like the four people that he murdered. Because that guy, that shooter, that black pillar who ended up murdering people, he needed self-improvement. He needed this advice, not the black pill. And so after that, it's like a lot of the black pillars, because they saw basically the biggest guy in the space, they just got converted and they realized, yeah, this is actually true. If that same guy had just followed my advice, gotten into the gym and meditated and like developed his character, if he followed my advice for about three years, he would have been attractive enough to get a girlfriend. 100% that's the truth. And the biggest black pillar actually agreed with me. And after that point, if you've seen anything of Wheat Waffles after that, it's like he's turned into a normal like guy after that. He stopped being as black pilled because he, around that time, he went to university. So imagine this, like the, the icon of the black pill, the, the guy who had the most subscribers. He went to university. I'm texting him and everything. And basically it's like he just got like semi like red pilled slash like life pilled when he went to uni and saw like basically uglier guys who should be black pilled still hooking up with girls anyway and then when he admitted that if this guy just got into shape he wouldn't have been a fucking murderer that's when the whole thing broke down i haven't thought much about the black pill because i try not to get into those like depressive states where you're thinking about men who are literally at the bottom rungs of society not because of like their wealth or looks or anything but just because of their mindset it sounds like I'm sure that they'll react to this video and say that I'm some crazy curry cell, whatever. I'm sure they'll say say that stuff. But my life has has consistently gotten better every six months while these same guys have been in the comments calling me curry, calling me like like saying I should kill myself because I'm brown skinned, saying that brown guys can't get girls, and if you can't get girls, you should kill yourself. This is their community. And I'm sure I want them to like to take this video, to share it in their little tiny little shitty YouTube channels that have still got less than like 10,000 subscribers after years of posting onto there and realize that they are fucking scum and realize that these are genuinely like evil people and evil in the community. The amount of videos they made about me saying horrible things about me. And I've saved thousands of them. I'm very proud of that. And I'm sure if you'll scroll down to the to the comments of this video, there'll be some guys who'll actually admit, you know what, I was actually part of that Blackville community. I genuinely thought that I'd never be able to attract love into my life, but I followed your advice and I'm actually at such a good place in life now. Men need hope. Because if we don't have that, we just don't work on the things that will develop us. You must always have the hope that your life can get better and that the things that you want, you can get if they're within reason. So don't be like, you know, silly and say, yeah, but you know, I, I've got hope that I can be a trillionaire or something. But if your hope is to like attract a loving partner into your life and to have work that fulfills you and to be healthy and physically fit and to have brotherhood, those things are genuinely like realistic. You've got to put in the work. It is hard, but the, the work starts with hope and the right mindset that these things can be achieved. Six years ago, if the black pill was a thing back then, I would have been black pilled. I would have been blackpilled. You know what? Not even six years ago. Bro, 
about 12 years ago, when I was 13 years old, I was like unofficially blackpilled. I genuinely believed that I was ugly because I was brown skinned. This was before the blackpill was ever a thing, right? This was like, even YouTube was like kind of like small, whatever, right? I remember how much propaganda that was brainwashed into me being a brown kid in the UK that every single time, if there was some like brown people on the news, it was always bad. It was something that I hated about myself because I thought it was a bad thing. And so I was blackpilled by the fucking news, by the media thinking that I was just ugly, that there was no chance for me to attract girls because I was brown skinned. You know what stopped me from being blackpilled? On a random day, I was on Facebook. So imagine I'm 13 years old. I go onto my computer, I'm on Facebook and I keep seeing the girls in my class posting the same brown guy. His name is Zayn Malik, and he's a singer of this band that just got kind of viral from, like, Britain's Got Talent. You know, one of those, like, singing shows. And girls are literally posting his picture to their Facebook wall to show, like, how attractive he is. And they're writing all these, like, cute comments about him and stuff. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? It just stopped me, and I was like, there is chance, there is a hope. Here is a brown guy who's not only attractive, so attractive that girls are posting his picture to their Facebook pages. It broke that paradigm that I had. And from that point, I had hope for the rest of my life that even if I was brown skinned, I could still attract like beautiful women. And because of that hope, that's when I started to like make it into a reality. I started going to the gym. I started developing my personality, my charisma, my confidence. And now there's like now this irrefutable proof. So let them admit, you might even go and see them. You know, I hope it shows up in your like suggested videos soon after this, where you'll see weird black pill videos that are made about me. Maybe I want them to make more about me because I, I like, I love that they, they'll put their attention on me and be like, yeah, yeah, curry sell this, curry sell that. But I'm here with the success, the life that you actually wanted. I started at the same place as you and now I'm where you wanted to be. The reason why these guys are angry, it's not because of me. It hurts them to see someone cross the bridge that they thought was impossible. And so the only thing that they can do is tear you down and shit talk you and say, yeah, he didn't actually cross that bridge. He, the, the bridge is different. No, he, he didn't, he, he cheated. He, he cheated to cross the bridge. He must've flown over and, and he must've hacked the game or something. Do you remember when you, you would kill your friend on like Xbox or PS3 or something and it'd say some bullshit. It's like, oh, but you hacked the kill cam. Black pillars are like the grown-up version of that. They'll doubt you. They'll shit on you. So, you know, that friend who before you'd go into the game, he'd shit on you and say he's going to win or something. And then when you win, when you get the success that they wanted, then they'll say that you cheated or that you're a liar. Fuck them. You need hope. And I'm very glad that that's what I'm doing here. The final thing which men do, which ruin their lives... And I'm very, very excited to talk about this one is not staying a student forever. So if we reverse this in a positive note for you to improve your life, stay as a lifelong student. This is the one phrase which I keep coming back to, you know, to define myself, you know, with this, like, who am I? If someone asks you like, oh, what do you do? And what's the answer? You can say, okay, here's my job. I'm a student. I'm this, I'm this and this. Sometimes I'll think to myself, okay, I'm a YouTuber. I'm a leader. I'm a, you know, I want to be a father and all these different terms to use. The one that I keep coming back to is just lifelong student because that is the one I can be 100% certain I won't change. I know with 100% certainty that as long as I don't get like brain damage or something, that for as long as I live, I will be a student, that I would love to have this identity of just being a lifelong student of continuous learning. I can't believe 
how lame I thought learning was because of the conditioning from school of it just being toxic with fat teachers that don't even know what they're talking about. Alcoholic teachers, literally like you'd see your teachers on a night out, bro. There's so many of them who actually like drink a lot. Obviously, I think they get drug tested so they can't take hard drugs, but a lot of teachers are alcoholics, traumatized. They're traumatizing the children in the classroom. Like a lot of the teachers I had had problems. And you know what's interesting? I actually went to the best school in the area. So in the UK, there's a there's a governing body called Ofsted, which is kind of like the regulators for schools. And so they'll go to schools and give them a rating. And the best rating you can get is outstanding. And our school, the one that I went to, got outstanding every single year that I was there. It is the high grade, right? So I was just kind of not like used to that, right? It was only when I became an adult that I saw so many schools only got the, the grade rating of like good, fair, okay, whatever it was, right? And I saw schools literally publicly broadcast that. Ofsted rated us good. Like I'd see this on websites and, you know, outside of like schools and stuff when I'd be like there staring at the gym. No, I wasn't doing anything weird. But you know, when you walk past a school and sometimes they've got like some big poster announcement or something. I saw this once like Ofsted rating fair exclamation mark. And I, I just suddenly got really grateful. I was like, damn, like oh, my school got outstanding every single time. And even then, fuck me, the problems that would be in that school and like the education system. So what I'm saying is I went to a really, really great high quality school. And even then, when I look back now as like an intelligent, educated young man, I see just how many problems there were in that school, how deep the bullying crisis was there, how problematic some of the teachers were. The teachers were bringing their own trauma into the classroom, screaming at the children, threatening them. Teachers are going out on Fridays and getting pissed up with alcohol and everything, staying up late, turning up, hungover and sleep deprived on Monday morning. And it's just like normal. Do you know one of the things I think we should start doing? Every teacher gets sent an aura ring or a whoop tracker, like these health uh, technology like devices, and they've got to submit their data. They've got to, every teacher should have to submit their data, shouldn't they? If you're going to send your children to school, you should demand to see a fucking health report of each of the teachers and see if they're sleeping right or not. I want to see the sleep statistics of every like teacher or tutor. Well, like that, that isn't as crazy as it seems. I want to make sure that they don't have fucking alcohol in their blood when they're trying to teach my children, right? And you can't, you obviously it, this is unreasonable. So on a separate note, this is why I'm like so adamant about homeschooling. This is like, I am 100% adamant that you should, like, not not you, sorry, I'll, I'll be very careful when I say this, that I'm going to homeschool because I'm a terrific teacher and also because I'm wealthy. I can't say the same thing about other people, but at least for me, I know that I'll be a terrific teacher and that I'll create like a really good environment for my children and also that I can afford full-time tutors, nannies, everything. Obviously, if you're in a separate place of life, you don't make as much money or anything and, you know, you start self-improvement really late. By the time you have children, you might not be able to afford that stuff and you might have to send them into some abusive like school system, which obviously is your fault and it's basically like child abuse that you haven't become successful enough that you could set up some kind of homeschool system for your children. Or at least if you're in some kind of place where the school system is actually very, very good. But basically, at least in the UK, there's nowhere that I'd send my children to. Just because either one, curriculum's just stupid as fuck. It's just totally unproductive to have a child in school for like 15 years and you're teaching them stuff for the exam rather than for life. Like that's just like, it's absurd when you really think about like all of your years in school was just for the exams, just to kind of 
standardize your results next to someone else so that you could get employed but my children won't be like some little employee or something now if they want to go and get into some professional field then we'll find the way that they didn't even go to like high school but they still got into like the university that they wanted to go to we'll obviously find a way for that but chances are my children will just want to become an entrepreneur like me to find their way to have the impact of the world and we're going to see entrepreneurship rise as well but what i'm saying is our experience in school destroyed our perception of learning and being a student. It's only when I realized that I had to destroy that kind of belief system of my experiences of like what being a student is like and replace it now with actually being an adult who chooses to learn what he wants to learn in an effective way. Now learning is so fucking fun. It is literally the most fun thing that I do is just reading and taking action on what I've just learned and literally just seeing that my skills keep getting better and better. It's like, it, it's, it makes you like realize life is just the game, you know, in a video game, like in an MMORPG, you'd click on the skill that you had and there'd be like a list of things that you could do to level up the skill. That's exactly how it works in real life. You choose the book that talks about the skill that you want. Like, for example, the skill of persuasive speaking or storytelling. You read it a little bit. You get some kind of idea. You practice it. And you've just gained experience in the skill. And the more you do that, the better your future house and the healthier your future children will be. Is that not fucking fun? Like, I fucking love that, bro. So this, this is just like my mindset, which I love to live by. Just call yourself and just identify as a lifelong student, never stop learning. Keep watching like these really educational content, this video, uh, podcast, keep reading books that really pique your interest. Like the book that you really wanna read today, go and read it for half an hour, one hour. Keep taking part in all these discussions, learning and also teaching because teaching helps you learn. It, it's beautiful. It means a lot to me to even say that too, you know, that the phrase lifelong students is actually like the one thing that I can really feel like I can, be certain to call myself to identify with youtuber it's eventually going to change i'm sure youtube's not going to be the same thing i'm sure i won't be on youtube it's 20 years from now you know calling yourself by some kind of like hobby that you do weightlifting maybe things can change maybe that's not what you wanted your focal identity to be around but for me i see myself as a lifelong student and because of that that automatically means because I have the right kind of mindset and action taking abilities that all the important skills in life, I will significantly level up. And every year, every few years, I will be significantly like just a more capable man. And I think that's just awesome. Apologies, this video was like much longer than it needed to be, but I really wanted to expand on a bunch of points. And I just, I don't know, I just like really enjoyed the process of just talking and, and spin as much knowledge to you as possible. So I hope you appreciate that. To aid your journey on becoming a lifelong student, the top link in the description is a little email funnel and you'll get a notion template, which is about the seven questions that I've asked myself that have really helped my life. And inside of that notion template, there's also like seven videos where I've explained the questions. So if you're interested in that, you can just go and click on that link right now. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.